by Roman law for arboring a known criminal? No. Crucifixion. Oh. Nasty, eh? Could be worse. What you mean, could be worse? Well, could be stabbed. Stabbed? It's a second. Crucifixion lasts hours. It's a slow, horrible death. Well, at least it gets you out in the open air. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. So, before we talk about the movie, I want to talk about a couple movie trailers. Yeah. By the way, did you hear about the Addams Family animated movie? I think I saw, like, a headline, but I didn't look into it. It's done in the art style of uh, the original comic strip. Okay. So it looks kind of cool. Looks kind of old school, but it's computer animated, so it's kind of new school. So it's old school, new school, cool. And I'm kind of wanting to see it. Yeah. Even if it is a kid's movie, I'll want to see it. Well, you know, the other Adams Family movies were kind of kid's movies, and... Oh, no, they weren't. There was murder in those. Well, yeah, but... They dug up their family at the end just to say hi. It's a weird movie. Some cultures do that still. Name one. I don't know who they are, but, like, they dig up their their mummified relatives, and, you know, they, they put new stuff on them, and they bring them out and set them outside for a while, and then they bury them again, and it's just bizarre. Okay, so, yeah, that is not a thing. Yes, it is. Okay, if it is, it is. I don't care. (laughs) I just don't care. So, yeah, I want to see that. Um, You mentioned a movie. The Kitchen. The Kitchen. Yeah. And it's set in Hell's Kitchen. Yes. That's probably why it's called The Kitchen. Yeah. It's it's, not a cooking show. No, no. It's uh, Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Moss, and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. And it looks like they're all, like, mob wives and their husband's possibly get sent to jail and they decide they're taking over their neighborhood and they're going to be the new mob queens interesting uh, it's set in the 70s too and i, I mean that's got to be an interesting uh a take especially for women's rights yeah. in the 70s so. you know if i were to write a movie i'd probably set it in the 70s or early 80s maybe even the late 60s uh, you know late 60s to early 80s yeah um mainly because there's no cell phones yeah. Uh, you Great know, music. News got around slow. Uh-huh. Nowadays, people will be like, oh, we found her. She was kidnapped. <laughs> we found her. She was low-jacked on her, on her phone, so we, we got her. And we know where she is. Well, that's a great thing about, you know, technology. It's really hurt the kidnapping industry. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's good. <laughs> you mentioned something about a new uh, Rambo movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, Last Blood. Last Blood. Yep. And the the first one was called... First Blood. Oh. Yeah. It's you know, clever. You know, it's really funny. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, when he finds a niche, he really stays in he that just, niche. He stays in his lane. Um, Rocky, Rambos. The Expendables. The Expendables, yeah. Um, Cobra. Have you ever seen Cobra? I don't think he I have. He plays a guy called Cobra. <laughs> uh, over the Top. Which we will review, we will discuss on this podcast over the top one day. What's that? Well, he's this arm wrestling truck driver who goes to competitive <laughs> arm, who goes to competitive arm wrestling tournaments, and lo and behold, he has to take care of his son at this point in time. So he's like teaching his son the life life of the road and his son's learning the life of the road and arm wrestling and i love you dad kind and of crap how old is his son uh like 11 12 huh perfect age for road trips exactly yeah there's that movie what else is coming out that i really want to see the dead don't die is that what it's called i think so the bill murray movie bill murray and adam driver yeah yeah that looks hilarious i can't wait to see that it's almost like a zombie land type vibe to it yeah netflix has some new movies that actually looked good what's that um i think i am mother oh yeah that one looks interesting yeah that one's a little crazy yeah. and uh 
And we're watching Black Mirror. I mean, <laughs> that first one, uh, the first one in the new season, that was a little gay. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's a great way to start Pride Month, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I I don't know if they're showing them in order either. Oh. So. They never do, really. Well, no, I mean, like, you, you have one view of the order of the episodes, but somebody else might have a different order of episodes. I don't like how they do that. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie that we're going to discuss today is called... Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Now, this is one of those types of movies that you have to see once. Yes. And if you don't like it, I don't think we can be friends, but <laughs> it's your it's your opinion. This is uh, a 1979 film. One hour, 33 minutes. It is rated R, and you can watch it on Netflix right now. Along or, with all the other Monty Python yeah. Yeah, so if you don't know who Monty Python's Flying Circus is, just watch the show. Yeah. You'll know. They were a sketch comedy group. Um, They did various famous sketches. The Dead Parrot sketch. The uh, Spanish Inquisition. um, Spam. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. You know, that kind of thing. A deadly joke. Yeah, the deadly joke. Oh, and joke. the lumberjack. Yeah, and the lumberjack song. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, music is important yes. to the Pythons. They write silly songs. They do. And we're going to talk about some of those songs. Well, two songs in particular. Uh, but first, so Three Wise Men, you know, from the Bible. Yes. And nowhere else. They enter a stable. It's dirty. It's filthy. There's a woman with her child. They're all set to give her presents. But she almost has a heart attack, too. She's Isn't she like sitting there? And they're like, excuse me. And she's yeah. like, ah. And she, like, falls over. <laughs> and, uh, and when we say she, it's Terry Jones. Yeah, it's Terry Jones. And he's also the director, by the way. Um, I should just get out of the way the the pythons themselves so graham chapman he plays brian uh terry jones plays mrs brian i don't know um mother yeah they're supposed to be like cohen like they're jewish oh yeah so he he plays a couple other characters in the movie as well yeah terry Terry jones yeah um john cleese plays a lot of different roles uh he's probably I think the most famous of the Monty Python's Flying Circus. Him and Eric Idle. Yeah, yeah. Eric Idle did a lot of work afterwards, but John Cleese. I mean, he was uh, he was Q in the James Bond film. That's right. Films mm-hmm. uh, uh, with I want to say Pierce Brosnan. I'm probably wrong. It sounds about right. Though. Um. Yeah, Eric Idle, Terry Gilliam, uh, uh, a director now. Um, he also co-directed Monty Python uh, and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Um, he which, was their animator, right? Yeah, he did all their animations. So it's it's weird, like paper mache type animations. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he's the only American. Yes. Everyone else is British. Yes, yes, and uh, Michael Palin. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Time Bandits and some other movies in the eighties. I 80s. really liked Michael Palin. Brazil. Yeah. Um, various movies. And I liked Michael Palin, too. Uh, Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, he was in that. He oh. got beat up a lot. He's a funny guy. I've never watched that movie. You know what? I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but some some people have. So anyway, they're going to worship Brian. They ask him what his name is. And his name's Brian. <laughs> What's funny is when they come in, she's like trying to get rid of him. Yeah. She's like, get out of here. Yeah, you know? yeah, move on. All right. And they're going to give him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh-huh. And she's like, what's myrrh? And he's like, it's a bomb. And she goes, a bomb? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to bring a bomb to a baby or something like that. And, uh, of course, he has to repeat himself because she's stupid. Yeah. They give her the presents, and then they go outside, and lo and behold... There's a light shining right over a manger, <laughs> and it looks right out of, like, a Hallmark yeah. picture. 
and uh, they go back in. They grab the gold, the frankincense, the myrrh. They push her down. Yeah. She gets up, dusts herself off, and then she calls him a little brat and slaps him. <laughs> so, warning, there is language. Oh, yeah. And uh, full frontal nudity. Yeah. Briefly, but it's still there. And it's spectacular. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the, the Brian's song. Yes. So this song plays throughout the opening credits, and the opening credits are a typical Terry Gilliam. Yes. Uh, what the hell fest? You know, it's yeah. a big. Doesn't it like go out out like off it, planet? It goes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm gonna read a couple of lyrics. So he was a baby first, so they had to start at the beginning, right? Uh huh. This is this song is called "The Life of Brian," so it goes all the way to the end. Um, or all the way up until the current Yes, day. until we see Brian. So it's a good recap of Brian's life. So we find out that uh, he was a babe they called Brian, and he grew, 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 and grew, grew up to be, grew up to be a boy called Brian. A boy called Brian. Wow. Yeah. And he had arms and legs and hands and feet and he grew and he grew and he grew grew up to be yes he grew up to be a teenager called brian wow it sounds real exciting yeah (laughs) and then uh and his face became spotty yes his face became spotty and his voice dropped down low and things started to grow on young brian and show he was certainly no, no girl named Brian. <laughs> what a weird He's not lyric. a girl named Brian. And he started to shave and have one off the wrist. I've never heard that term before. Me either. <laughs> Are you having one off the wrist? I can hear them saying yeah. it. I just never heard it before. And want to see girls and go out and get pissed. By the way, for you Americans, that means drunk. Mm -hmm. This man called Brian. This man they called Brian. This man they called Brian. It was the weirdest thing. Like, we've watched this movie several times. I've never paid attention to the song. I've never really paid attention to the lyrics because they just didn't sound great. Yeah. You know, and after hearing them read, they're not great. And that's the cleverness of Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. They just... Put things subtly somewhere, you know, like I've said before, uh, somebody will laugh because somebody's, you know, falling down. And I'm laughing because they're making satire of, like, the tax system or the queen. Mm -hmm. Uh, They probably didn't do much with the queen because you get taken off the air if you do that up there. (laughs) So those, I called them opening epic credits. Funny. Yeah, I just I just enjoy listening to the Pythons. I mean, I've listened to their albums and I've listened to I've watched the show. In fact, I'm probably going to watch the show again tonight. <laughs> but this movie caused a lot of controversy and I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to explain why. Okay. Um people get butt hurt when you make fun of uh religion. Any, yes. Any religion. They don't give a crap. Right. Um, in their first movie, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, God descends upon them and uh, says a lot of silly things. Angels blow trumpets out of their arses. Yes. Um, and I don't think people got into much of a tizzy there. But because this movie was yeah. called The Life of Brian and they said it's set in the time of Jesus, people just automatically assumed they're going to make fun of Jesus. Not yeah. once did they say Jesus's name, even when I don't they think showed they him, did. no, uh, and not once did they make fun of Jesus at all. No, in fact, the scenes that they do show Jesus are basically word for word what you would have read in the Bible. Yeah, they're very respectful of that. Yeah, um, blessed are the Greek. <laughs> no, blessed are the cheesemakers. Oh, blessed are the cheesemakers. Ah, the Greeks shall inherit so that, the earth. That's another great scene. So when we come in t- from the credits, yeah, we're coming into uh, 
The Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon, yeah. The Beatitudes. Yeah. And so it's like, what if you were the person standing all the way at the back of the crowd who couldn't hear anything? Right. It's just like when you're listening to the radio and you can't understand the lyrics and you start singing, there's a bathroom to the right. Right. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And uh, you meet a couple people here and we're not even going to say their name. I'm going to call them rich couple with a slave boy. So this was hilarious. We were watching the movie and like I've said, we've watched it a dozen times. At least. And I suddenly realized that there was a small black child holding the umbrella yeah. between the two. Yeah. I never saw him before. Me I never realized it. I was like, oh, he is really dark. Yeah. You know, and I, because I just thought the umbrella was like stuck in the ground or one of them was holding it or something. <laughs> We're going to And sound I felt racist. really, really bad for never noticing this child before. Right. And, and he shows up later on in the movie too. Yeah. And I was um, like, I had no idea he was there. Then there's Jokey McJokerson, uh, played by Eric Idle. <laughs> hey, Big hey, Nose. Hey, Big Nose. <laughs> Shut up, Big Nose. <laughs> oh, don't call him Big Nose. He calls me Big Nose again. I'm going to thump him. It's just so a lot funny. of character development here to characters that you're only going to see in a one-off or never again. We actually do see every one of those characters yeah, they're, again they're all towards the, the end. At the end of the movie. They, they um, bookend. <laughs> I don't know why they were there, but they were there. We hear one of them go, I think he said, blessed are the cheesemakers. And they're like, uh, I don't think that's right. I mean... <laughs> And then one guy's like, of course, bless the cheesemakers. They're the ones doing all the work and, making cheese. And Brian and his mother are here. And doesn't Brian's mother say, speak up? Yeah, she yeah. yells, speak up! <laughs> you know, I could I could honestly see that if this was happening and there was this big crowd, of course, these people in the outliers aren't going to be able to hear no, anything. No, not at all. Not at all. Or at least not hear it properly. I've been to plays where they aren't mic'd. And, of course, I'm poor. I sit in the back. You know, <laughs> I sit in the $10 seats. Um, and, yeah, you can barely hear yeah. make out what they say. So being out in the open on top of a mountain, you're not yelling. No. You're speaking. Yeah. You're speaking in a demure voice. <laughs> so they leave the Sermon on the Mountain. They're like, oh, this is just rubbish, blah, blah, blah. And they go and leave. Never once do you really hear the name of Jesus ever again. No. It's more about Roman occupancy of uh, Jerusalem. Yes. And how there's a rebellion and there's very many factions of rebellion, you know, of the rebellion. And none of them like each other either. Yeah. It's just silly. Rival gangs, basically. But again, there's another very silly scene where an old man is going to be stoned. Oh, this is so funny. Now, I'm going to come right out and say... People still get stoned to this day, and it's not very funny. That's true. Um, they make it comical. Yes. And But it's a little cringeworthy because I've seen results, you know, pictures of oh. people who have been stoned. See, and I've, never, I've never looked at messed it. Messed up. It, that's, it's horrifying that it still happens. But we, we get a cameo during this. So all the women are dressing up as men. They yeah, because beards. only men could do the stoning. Right. And I believe only men were, I mean, only women were the ones doing the stoning. Yes. No men showed up. And But one cameo is George Harrison of the Beatles, who also financed this movie. Yeah. So it's kind of of note that a Beatle, if it wasn't for the Beatles, <laughs> this movie would never have gotten made. Yeah. But yeah, they... they the guy's like, I, I just told my wife that this was a meal fit for Jehovah. And they all start throwing rocks yeah. at him. There. And the guy's like, nobody's throwing rocks. <laughs> Nobody throws rocks. And he says, nobody throws rocks until I uh, blow this whistle. And that includes Jehovah himself. And then they all throw rocks on him. And then they throw this gigantic boulder on him. The end of that scene. It's, it's and it, Yeah, it's a serious, yeah. Serious, silly scene. Um, here's the second and last time Jesus is mentioned is when Brian and his mother are going home. Yeah. And this, they're, they're passing all these lepers. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, one guy is a uh, former leper. 
He is the happiest man you've oh, ever yeah, seen. He's just dancing around, having a good old time. And uh, he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, this guy Jesus, he uh, he healed me. He's like, he healed you. He goes, yeah, I'm not, I'm no longer a leper. And he's like, yeah, I'm now a former leper, and it's hard to get a job, and blah blah blah. So he took away my livelihood, you know, things like that. So yeah, and there was like discussion of maybe he could make it so that he was a leper on like. Tuesday, Wednesday, or something, yeah. you know, like part of the week. Yeah, he and tried like, to negotiate. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So, yeah. They get home. Uh, he gives him a half a shekel, by the way. Yes. And he's like, you should be grateful for that. And he's like, oh. Yeah, half a shekel for and my life story. And he dances away. <laughs> and and he, as he's dancing away, he almost dances himself into a pile of camel poop. Oh. And he stops, looks at it, and dances around <laughs> it. I mean, it's just clever stuff. <laughs> So, one thing, when we were watching this, I was like, where did they shoot this? Because it looked like it was, could have been a real town at one point that they just, you know, did everything. Yeah. And then we were watching a documentary, and they built all of these sets. Yeah, they did. They built it in uh, in a desert in, I think I want to say Tunisia. Okay. Um, uh, uh, they, they said that most of the extras spoke Arabic. Yeah. So... Yeah. That could be Tunisia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't think so, but I don't I know. I failed geography, and I'm not doing any research. So Brian and his mom get home, and there's a man there. A Roman man. <laughs> With flowers. With flowers. And then we find out that I think Brian's mom is a whore. Yeah, I think she's been uh, servicing the Romans for a long time. Yeah. Um, we find out later that Brian is Roman. Yes. And that his... Uh, his father's name is uh, Maximus something. Yeah, something Maximus. And everybody laughs because it's like a, a joke, joke name. Do you remember the scene with the Jerusalem Colosseum? Yeah. Yeah. A it Jerusalem was funny. Colosseum. Like the Romans just were like, yeah, we should build a Colosseum here. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. I like Colosseums. Make it big. It's funny because he's he's. Like the popcorn peddler, except yeah, he's, it's all gross stuff. It's like yeah, ear eel, pieces, eel testicles, and yeah, weird stuff. Uh, but that's when he meets the people's front of Judea, and he finds his lady love. Yes, Judith, who is a very beautiful woman. Yeah, in a very beautiful woman way, <laughs> I guess. That's uh, the silliest thing you've said so far. Yeah. Eric Idle plays a different character in this point, mm-hmm. um, and he wants to be called Loretta now. Oh, this is so funny. Because he's a woman trapped in a man's body. So so we have all these gender issues right now, and a lot of people probably think it's more of a recent issue. Right. But this goes back to show that people have had identity crises and, and you know, feeling that they are not yeah. what they were born even back then, and if you go look back at uh, the movie, what what is it, uh, Little Big Man? Yes. With the Native Americans? Uh-huh. They had actual, you know, tribes people that were... Special. Yeah, they, they, they did the same thing, you know. They felt that they were women, so they dressed and acted as women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's not a new trend. No. At all. No, but it was also... And it also, was really respectful, too, the way they treated yeah, him, they, too. They treated him like a woman at that point. Yeah, you know? they called him Loretta. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very funny, though. Uh, it's it's one of those things that the Pythons do. It's clever comedy. And some people will be like, oh, he wants to be a woman. That's silly. And, but no, it's, it's a social commentary on something right. else. Yeah. So, yeah, they show the Jerusalem Coliseum. There's this gladiator chasing a, a guy around the... And around and around. And then the gladiator drops dead of a cardiac arrest. And the guy runs around like he just beat the right. You know, the gladiator. So John Cleese plays a guy that is leading this group of people called the People's Front of Judea. They are a political activist group. They are against the Roman occupancy of Jerusalem. Romans go home. Yeah. And Brian very much wants to get in there. You know, with them. And he only wants to get with Judah, Judith. Yeah, well, but still, yeah, he, he, he after, hates the Romans. After finding out that, you know, his father is a Roman. Which he uses that to no advantage. Right. <laughs> uh, 
but he has he has to get initiated and they're like you gotta really hate the romans he goes i do and he goes how much do you hate these romans he goes a lot and they're like (laughs) okay you're in yeah (laughs) i mean funny stuff uh brian was then tasked with vandalizing uh the castle wall yes he was supposed to write romans go home in latin because in rome everybody spoke in latin but a Roman centurion comes up to him and corrects his uh, conjugation of the verbs and and tells him, you know, what's this? How do you conjugate this? What is this word? No, no, you got the wrong word. And then they write out the right word. And he goes, good. Now put this a hundred times. And I want to see it by sunrise or I'm going to cut your balls off. Yeah. <laughs> and he does it. Yeah, he does. And then he looks so satisfied with himself. Yeah. And it's just so funny because the Romans stood there and watched him do it all night long. Yep. Like, they, oh, that's they good. Supervised. And then they left. Yeah, those guys, that was the end of their shift, is yeah. sunrise. And so new shift comes in and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, and then they chase him through Hilarity the streets. Hilarity ensues. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another thing. After Brian's chased through the streets, they, we get cut to uh, the people's Judean front. The People's Front of Judea, not the People's Judeans Front. Oh my gosh, those guys are tossers. And not even the other one, yeah. who's even worse. Yeah, the the they're other like, ones. They're they're like the Woolerton. Yeah. <laughs> but they cut to this house, and there's this old guy sitting there. You know, he's supervising, and they're talking about. You know, they're writing this thing out, and they're like, "Any man and Loretta's or woman or woman shall be of any man or woman or woman." You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like giving this list of demands. And they're like, we hate the Romans. They've never done anything good for us. Well, uh, <laughs> except for except for aqueducts. Oh, yeah, aqueducts. Yeah, they, we gave, they gave us aqueducts. And clean water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clean water, aqueducts, yeah. Um, um, sanitation. Sanitation, yeah, yeah, okay. They list uh, off like 10 things that the Romans did yeah. for them. And, like one of them was like, it's a lot more peaceful around here. I mean, we could actually, you know, walk the streets at night without being uh, d- killed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, other than that stuff, what have they done? Nothing. <laughs> you know? That's something that could be a social commentary of today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people are just grumbling over nothing at this point. When the Romans come to the house, they're looking for Brian. Yes. And uh, he does get there, but he's hiding. And they all hide in very stupid ways. One hides behind a curtain. One hides in a in a wicker basket. One just hides, like, just by standing against the wall. The, the one that was in the wicker basket really made me laugh because he, he basically ostrich. Yeah. Like, what you'd imagine an ostrich does, which apparently yeah. they don't do. But, you know, he just... Bent over into the basket, and it's like, your butt's in the air. (laughs) But the Centurions have to search that uh, building, and there's about 30 of them that go in there. It was like clown car. Yeah, it's like, chicka-chicka-chicka-chicka. I I thought it was like a a train or something. (laughs) (laughs) All that metal that they're wearing. Yeah, they, they couldn't find them. And then they were sent in a second time for I forget what reason. Oh, did you check the closet? Oh, no. So they all and they all come out and they're like, we found this stick. Oh, good. You found a stick. So the old man that uh, was to be stoned. Yeah. This is not the same character probably. No. But the same actor. Yeah. And his interaction with the centurion outside yes. is so funny. Yes. Uh, uh. Have you ever been crucified? No. <laughs> What's worse than crucifixion? Ah, oh, you know, lots of things. You know? <laughs> I can't remember everything you said, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that should be our clip yeah, on this. Yeah. Well, Brian is hiding out on a like a uh, balcony. Yeah. Um, above these prophets. And it's it's extremely rickety. Yes. So they they go in a third time, and the third time that they go in is when Brian falls. Yeah. He falls onto a different prophet, and he's standing there, and he's like, 
he's holding a gourd because of haggling. Yes. He haggled for a beard at one point to hide from the Romans. And that whole scene, if you haven't seen Conan O'Brien's oh, yeah. going to Jerusalem and where he learns how to haggle, uh-huh. this is not even, it's not similar but it's funny and just as funny yeah. as this scene because he's like, you got to haggle with me. He's like, ah, oh, okay, 20. And he's like, 20? I have to feed my family. He goes, okay, then 30. He goes, no, you, you that's not how you haggle. <laughs> he goes, I don't want your children to die. <laughs> you know, things like that. And it just gets funnier and funnier. It escalates. But that was before this scene, way before this scene. But he's holding this gourd. Mm-hmm. And, and this is this is what I like to call Prophet Row. Yeah. Because yeah. there's multiple people out there mm-hmm. just spouting whatever they think is coming out of their head. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of crazy people talking fire and brimstone and whatnot. And yeah, he starts like what was the last thing he saw? He saw the Beatitudes. So he's like, Don't be mean to each other, you know, some Yeah, don't some don't crazy judge like each that. other. Yeah. Uh, and then he gathers some sort of a following. People think that the, his holy symbol is the gourd. Uh, he lost a shoe at one point, so people think that wearing one shoe is his yeah, holy symbol. Yeah, they're chasing him now. Yeah, they're just chasing him like fanatics. There's a cameo by some famous guy that I've never heard of. Yes. Uh, and he says like a half a half a couple lines, and then just walks stage right. Yeah, and he just, just walks away. Yeah. Um, but uh, Brian is. He falls in this pit with this naked man. Uh, his this beard. is also Terry Jones. Yes, that was yeah. Terry Jones. Uh, his beard is covering his bits, but yes. you can still see his bits. Well, from from behind. Yeah. <laughs> he eventually jumps out of the pit, and you're like, oh. Yeah. That's some beans. Yeah, that's his beans. <laughs> the guy was mute. And he could, he stepped on his toe and he said, ow. So it's the first time he's spoken and he feels like he's, you know, destroyed his whole meaning of life, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, also, at one point, Brian is being chased by the Romans and he runs up this spire. Uh huh. And uh, he falls. And I have all this written before the stuff that we're talking about, by the way. He goes to jail. Yeah, they, they try the plot to get Pilate's wife happens. No, that's later. Is it later? Yes. I thought it wasn't. No, it is. Brian's chased through the streets earlier on and he goes to jail. This guy spits on him, he's and there's another person that's hanging on the wall and he's like, Oh, to be spit at. Oh, I'd give a dollar to be spit at, you know, and I would love to be spit off spit upon. Brian thinks that he's, you know, in destitute or, you know, being tortured. Oh, uh-huh. And this guy's like, oh, oh, you think you're being tortured? I, I was <laughs> I was just put right side up for the first time in 10 years. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But he escapes um, eventually. Can't remember how. He does meet Pilot. Pilot does have a lisp. Not a lisp, a speech impediment. He sounds like Kripke from, uh, yeah, yeah. from the Big Bang Theory, you know. He calls him Brian. Well, this is where he Brian tries to say he's a Roman. Yeah. And they ask what his dad's name is, and they say Maximus, whatever. Yeah. And uh, John Cleese is over there laughing. And he's like, why are you laughing? Oh, it's a joke name, you know, like a Biggest Dickus. Yeah. I have a friend named Biggest Dickus. And everybody's trying not to laugh. Oh, it's, it, gets, it gets a little ridiculous. Yes. Which, Graham Chapman only played two people in yeah. this movie. Yeah, he played Brian and Biggest Dickus. Yes. <laughs> so he played his own father. Yes. <laughs> or not his own father, because his dad was Maximus something. Yeah, but it'd be funny if that was his joke name. It would be funny. I, I thought it was more of it. Would, that was actually his dad, you know. Yeah. And he also had a speech impediment. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he talked like uh, Sylvester the Cat. Yeah, it was kind of funny. But uh, yeah, Brian escapes... Eventually, and he's going up this spire because this guy dropped his hammer. He's hammering. So yes. He dropped his hammer. So he's going back down to get the hammer. So Brian and him pass each other as they're going up. and But Brian falls. And he falls into an alien spacecraft. 
This part did not make sense of why they did this. Ancient aliens. I did write down aliens. Yeah. These aliens are, they have no idea Brian's in the car with, or in the uh, spacecraft with them. They go into outer space. Yeah. They start shooting lasers and another thing. They get shot down. They land in Jerusalem. Almost in the same spot that yeah. they picked up Brian. They crash land in Jerusalem. Brian's the only survivor. Yeah. So, anyway, that stuff happened before he becomes this prophet. Oh, okay. So, I wanted to mention all that because that's pretty out there stuff and you just didn't expect it. I didn't it was expect just like, it originally. No one expects an alien abduction. No. So, yeah, we got that. Okay, so the man in the pit. Yes. 18 years. Okay. Of silence. Yes. And... uh Brian just wants to get home at this point. Yes. He's tired. He's been running from Romans all day. He fell in a pit. He's been running He's from ch- this crowd. He's chased by now hundreds of people who mm-hmm. are holding up gourds and shoes. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like the infant baptism thing, you know, where a certain sect of Christians say uh, babies have to be baptized at birth and others say, no, there's an age of accountability yeah. and none of them are right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brian's seen as a messiah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he runs into Judith at some point. And- well, he, he, before we get off of that, he eventually, he kept saying he wasn't their messiah. And they're like, oh, you know... Of course, the Messiah is going to say he's not the Messiah. And then he finally says, okay, I am the Messiah. Now F off. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And everybody eventually leaves, you know? And then he goes back home, I think. Well, he he meets up with Judith. He meets up with Judith. And uh, he takes her home. Yes. And he sexes her. (laughs) Um, we We get up in the morning and Graham Chapman, Mr. Brian himself... We see his bare butt. Uh-huh. Then he opens up the shutters to his house, and we get that front side, and uh, he's just dong hanging out. <laughs> now, here's something that I got to tell you about Graham Chapman. He was uh, he was Terry Jones' first pick to play Brian. Uh-huh. Um, John Cleese wanted to pl- play Brian. The reason was because uh, Graham Chapman was a terrible drunk. Yes. Um, he was, he was just a manic depressive. He was drunk. And the reason, one of the reasons why he had to stop being part of the Python troop was because he couldn't, he couldn't say the lines because right. he was so drunk. Graham Chapman stopped drinking for this role. Wow. He wanted to, he wanted to have this role that much. Another thing about Graham Chapman that a lot of people probably know but don't know um, is that he was gay. Yeah. Um, so he was an out gay man living with a man in uh, in London or wherever, mm-hmm. England, wherever they lived. So him doing a sex scene with a woman was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because Judith is naked too. Mm-hmm. See her. You don't see her boobs, but you see uh, all her hair. Yeah. So what's funny though also about this scene is that when he opens the shutters and he's standing there naked, yeah, there's a multitude. Yeah, everybody's out him. there and they all speak in unison and apparently from what we saw in the documentary, uh they didn't have to overdub their voices at all right. because they all learned how to say those words in yeah, English. Yeah, cuz the most of the extras only spoke Arabic. Yeah. So they so were shocked. It was hilarious. Yeah. I I wrote down not American. <laughs> uh, when it, it came to just Judith. looked odd. Yeah. It, it the reason I say it looked odd too is because like her underwear line. Yeah. Like she, she probably tanned in her bathing suit, mm-hmm. but it looked like it was a little off. So it kind of looked like it was possibly you know like um, invisible underwear or something. Oh. You know. So yeah. that's why I thought maybe it was American. We're coming to the near the end of the movie, but. One of the things that happens is that there, there's a plot to kidnap uh, Pilot's wife. Yes. And uh, it goes south. Mm-hmm. So the People's Judean Front runs into the People's Front of Judea. 
while inside the castle, outside <laughs> of Pilate's wife's bedroom, and they basically they kill each other. Except for Brian. Except for Brian, who lives. Yeah. And that's Which is funny because the uh the Roman guards are just sitting there watching these idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't know how to hide. They don't know how to be quiet. No. It's just funny. And uh, they capture Brian. Judith goes and tells the remaining members of their faction. And they decide to write a letter about it. And she's like, she's oh, really this angry. is useless. Yeah. And it's all about how bureaucracy slows down any... You know, forward thinking. Yes. You know, some kind of, something like that. It's I don't like know. a Vogon action at this yeah. point. <laughs> so Brian is going to be crucified. Yeah. And it was going to be 139 for Passover, but with Brian, that makes 140. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the jokey guy. His wife. Uh, his, the, the rich yeah, couple. The rich couple. And their, their, their slave their, boy. Yeah, he's holding the umbrella over the man, not the woman. No, the woman can get uh, burned. <laughs> uh, so in in the in the Bible, they talk about Pilate freeing one person, right? And it's this whole scapegoat kind of thing. You know, they they free a goat, they kill the lamb, blah blah blah. So he's going to free one prisoner, and uh, hilarity ensues. Yes. First, they tell him to free Roderick. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, Waterwick, Waterwick will be freed. You know, something like that. And uh, Centurion's like, uh, there's no Roderick on the list, sir. It's like, no, Waterwick? How wooed. <laughs> you know? And even Graham Chapman's character gets involved in this when he starts saying all the S names. There's a Stephen and a Stephanie and blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, something like that. They, they eventually show the crowd is just rolling Yeah, they're just rolling laughing. around laughing. But eventually Judith comes out and she's like, free Brian. And they're like, oh, is there a... Uh, he, at this point, Pilate's like, Yeah, no. he's like, I'm not saying yeah. Brian. And the centurion and guard is like, yeah, there actually is a Brian. <laughs> and he goes, then go Luis Brian. <laughs> So, they, <laughs> this, this, uh, they're carrying their crosses to this hill. Yes. And it's one quite person, funny, the check in process. Yeah. To get crucifixion. To, yeah. Good. Uh, down the hall to your left. One cross per person. One cross per person. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric Idle and Terry Gilliam play these, I'd say, frustrating human beings yes <laughs> eric idol with his stutter and uh, terry gilliam being deaf and quite m- 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 mad yeah. <laughs> um it was nice after everybody was done they just sit down like so anyway yeah you know <laughs> yeah it's like i mean i've worked with people who act like they don't know english uh-huh. and you know they do <laughs> I-, I mean I remember going to, up to somebody. I needed something from uh, this person. Uh, they they go into the warehouse and oh, get stuff. Uh-huh. And I went up to him. I said, "Hey, man, um, I'm gonna need." Uh, and I get I gave him like the 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 list of stuff and I need. And he looked at me and he goes, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, I looked at him and I was like, I spoke English, right? <laughs> so. But it happens, and 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 you know, it's just people who don't want to work. They do stuff yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it's funny. What else happens? I mean, there's so much that happens in this movie, and this movie is only an hour and a half long. Yeah, they crammed a lot of stuff. And in there. there's just so much. So, so we're getting to the crucifixion finally. Yeah. And uh, what there's there's a market guy. Who's like, oh, I feel really bad for these people. Oh, and let Brian, me take your Brian passes him first. Yeah. And that, and the next guy right after Brian, he's like, let me take that for you. And the guy's like, sure. And then that dude runs away yeah, like a gone. smart man. And he's like, oh, I'll just hold it for you until you get, you know. Until and, you get back. And he's like, pick up that cross. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but it's not mine. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone being sympathetic at that point. No. Be like, I'm not getting put Mm -hmm. out there. No, because the Romans were terrifying. Anyone in authority can be a terrifying. Yeah. So they all get hung up. 
Yes. In in this in rows. Oh, and the rich guy didn't want anybody but Jews in his section. Yeah, he wanted Jews. He didn't want any Samaritans. Yes. Um, that's another. They're like, we have a contract with the Romans, and it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they come down and they're like, uh, which one of you is Brian? And uh, the wrong guy says, I'm Brian. He's like, okay, release. Yeah, him. jokey guy. Yeah, jokey guy. And he's like, no, I'm not really Brian. And they're still releasing yeah. him. And Brian's like, I'm Brian. And then the Everybody rich guy else, is like, yeah. I'm Brian. So everybody's saying they're Brian. And it's like, it's it's a moot point at yeah. this point. Yeah. The uh, people's front of Judea come down. And they congratulate him. They sing, for he's a jolly good fellow. And they call salute him. Call him a martyr. They call him a martyr. And then they walk off. Yeah. Um, his mother comes by mother and comes berates by and, him. Yeah. Says a lot of bad things to him. And uh, Judith comes and she thanks him for his service. Yeah, it's like, they told me what you're going to do. It's wonderful. Yeah. And it's like, you are, people are all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to see the people's Judean front. <laughs> they ride down with their swords in hand. They they get off their horses. I don't know if they're riding They call horses. themselves the, the people, what was it? People's Judea. People's Judean front. Suicide squad. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and they all kill themselves in front of Brian. Yeah. So Brian's not getting saved, folks. No. Um, and he's just so sad. Yeah. And uh, this guy decides to sing a song to him called Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. And Eric Idle actually wrote that song, right? Yeah. It's a really good song. <laughs> he's like, uh, cheer up, Brian. You know what they say. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble. Give a whistle. And this will help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. There's lyrics in here that just crack me up, though. It's like, uh, life seems jolly rotten. There's something you've forgotten. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. Mm-hmm. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, come on. They even say look on the bright side of death. Yeah. Yeah. Later so, on. This scene's kind of interesting because all of the people start singing it. Mm -hmm. And you get to see each one of the pythons arm across at yeah. some point. But the one that got me the most is like people are like one foot off. You know, one foot on. Yeah. And that dancing. There's one dude who's totally just hanging there. And his <laughs> both of his legs are just swinging back and forth. Right. I was like, well, he must be strung really well. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, it's it's a great song. It's very yeah, good. I've always liked that song. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Idle is a great singer. Yeah. Um, and, and I've always enjoyed how they infuse music in with their comedy. And this movie, as offensive as you may think it might be, isn't. No, because it's not about Jesus. No, it's, it's not, not about, about Jesus. It's not about Christianity no. really at all. It's, it's literally about how silly religion is and how silly politics is and how silly people get when they get into these silly things. Well, arguing. The silly arguing, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, look like, at it right now. Liberals are destroying the world. Really? Are we destroying the world? Well, and then you also have the other side of liberals thinking that, you know, Republicans are, you know, the most evil things in the world. And it's like, it's the outsides, the furthest yeah. left, furthest right that you hear the most right now. And the majority, yeah, the majority of people are tired of hearing about it. Yeah, that's true. My boss will not listen to the news anymore. She wow. can't stand it. I yeah. have to tell her things occasionally that I think are important for I, her to hear. I do that too. I do news blackout weeks where I'm just like, I'm not going to watch the news or listen to the news or read Twitter. I'm not going to do any of that. Just, just to keep your sanity going. I'm just going to watch cartoons yeah. and pornography. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the movie. Um, if you like this movie, tell us what you think. Uh, post it to our Facebook wall. Tell us in person, I guess. I don't know. Some of you know us. Yeah. Just tell us how you think. I mean, 
Did you think the movie was blasphemous? Did you think the movie was pretty funny? Are you a big Monty Python fan? I know quite a few people who are. I do too. On a sad note, though, Terry Jones, the director, I read earlier this week um, that he has dementia and that he can't even speak anymore. That's just so sad. Um, so he's probably in it. You know, they're all in their twilight years. I mean, yes. they they were in the forties and the seventies. You know, so well, yeah, they were all born in the forties. Yeah, John Cleese is quite active on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a bright he's very guy. Sharp. I mean, these guys they went to Oxford. Oh, they were all I mean, very intelligent men. I think that John Cleese is a genius up there with, you know, other geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> but uh We're not. No, we're not. We're just <laughs> we're just two dummies that do a dumb show. Um I'd like people to Check out Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. You don't have to watch The Life of Brian. They did another movie called The Meaning of Life, and it's a bunch of vignettes. They did a movie called And Now for Something Completely Different, which was their sketches, their most famous yes. sketches. They also have one uh, that was a live performance that they taped. Mm-hmm. At the, live at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, that's really good. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, they've done their dead parrot sketch around the world. And in four different languages, including Japanese. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, and uh, they did it on Saturday Night Live once. They oh. were They were opposite Saturday Night Live on a different channel. Oh, really? Uh, and they weren't getting good ratings. Uh-huh. So they're like, well, let's just stop airing in America <laughs> and we can just be on that Saturday Night Live show. I mean, that'd be fun. And they did the Dead Parrot sketch on Saturday Night Live. So I can't say... Anything bad about the Pythons, really? No, not really. Anyway, this has been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Uh, I've been your host, and my wife has been your co-host. <laughs> you can uh, subscribe to us on uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And that's it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I said four things, right? I think so. Yeah, it sounded like it. <laughs> you can also listen to our Podchaser, um, I think Player FM. I mean, just any anything that gets an RSS feed. Oh, cool. You can probably listen to us I on know that. that. I don't know anything. We're on yeah. SoundCloud. I mean, we upload to SoundCloud. Well, the SoundCloud feed goes out to yeah. multiple platforms. So, um, yeah, just drop us a line. Tell us what you think of the show if you like us. I'll do listener email one day. I'd love to have that. Yeah. I'd love to give out prizes. One day. Wouldn't that be fun? We just updated our logo slightly. I'm not sure if we're set on that yet. Right. And I'd like to look into getting some theme music. Yeah. So we're going to be making some changes sometimes. It's different than everybody else. It is. And it also says they don't know what they're doing. Not necessarily. This is where you're unique. Yeah. So, anyway, we've been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. And uh, you can just go watch a movie. <laughs>